Welcome, Rewinders and new listeners to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games from 15 or more years ago, in this case, a long, long time ago. I am your captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your ex on mine, Paul, the master of interrupter powers. I think it's going to rain. Okay. Also, <laughs> oh, it looks like rain. Or one of those. Dang it. It was like one line, and I blew it. Whoa. Also, for this discussion of the film Speedy, we welcome aboard for the first time. He's the creator of the Dapper Man movie review videos over on YouTube. Uh, welcome, Kevin Burnham. Hello, what's up? Hello, what's up? And Lovely to meet all of you. Thank you so much for picking this movie. You, this is one of your patron picks episodes. So uh, thank you for uh, yeah, picking this one. Me and Paul have not seen it before, so excited to discuss it with you, who I imagine you're a fan of this. this or was this your first time watching this movie? Oh, this is not my first time. This is probably like my fourth time. Okay, well, cool. It smells uh, like rain. That's what it was. Whatever, Paul. <laughs> but, now, but yeah, welcome, Kevin. And now that you have a quick flyby of who we are, Paul, can you give us a quick overview of, of the production specs? For speedy. See, I just juxtapositioned the name with how fast I said it. It's amazing. Comic gold right here. Go, Paul. Speedy. (laughs) Speedy was released on April 7th in 1928. It runs an hour and 25 minutes. The rated, it passed the board <laughs> before there was a rating, <laughs> but it, it did pass. It's directed by Ted Wilde, with lead stars being Harold Lloyd, Ann Christie, and Burt Woodruff. The music was composed by your local piano player, but if you had the, <laughs> if you had the Criterion Collection, it was composed by Carl Davis. Uh, the budget and box office records for Speedy uh, cannot be substantiated since precise records were not kept after Mad Dog Tannen shot an accountant who owed him eighty dollars. Hate it when that happens, man. Yeah. yeah, but of the Harold Lloyd films, there were uh, there were actually eleven silent films, and Speedy was his eleventh one. And after that, he was one of the few successful stars that transferred into the talkies. And he made uh, seven films after that. So good job, Lloyd. Harold Lloyd. Awesome. Uh, I guess for that, you can have a Mario, Harold Lloyd. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you so much, Paul, for those factoids. But let's see if any of them factor into our memory mind meld or our subsequent roundtable discussion, which we will get to once Alice has located our target film. Alert! Alert! Approaching target. Spoilers are coming. Establishing analysis vector. Never that. Yeah, so we're not. We, there wasn't any TV spots for this. Uh, what for speed? That wouldn't even exist or thought of. <laughs> what? There's no TV back in 1928. Jeez, it'd be a Mad Dog Tannen thing again. But uh, regardless, that music may have brought back some memories of Speedy. But to give you a context for the things we, as in Kevin, remembered before our rewatch, here is your our memory mind meld synopsis of Speedy. There was a truck. A truck love scene in a moving van. The fair was fair. Then the end with Baby Ruth. I mean, Baby Ruth. <laughs> Ruth. Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. Based on those <laughs> memories, which weren't really flawed, because I think 
Actually, I don't remember a love scene in a moving van. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Now I remember it. Uh, what rating did they lead you to predict for this movie before rewatching it or, in the case of me and Paul, rewatching or watching it for the first time? Classic, nostalgic, or tragic? Let's start with Kevin. What was your prediction? Classic without a doubt in my mind. Classic without a doubt. Uh, Paul? I had doubts because I have never really heard this film before, <laughs> at least remember hearing it. So I predicted tragic. Yeah, and for me, I predicted tragic too, just because I've never experienced a silent movie. I have no idea what it was like. Well, I experienced Ooh. that movie in the context of Three Amigos. I haven't watched that movie in like over fifteen years. Is it silent? No, it's not. No, no, no. It's a, a portion yeah. of that. Yeah, that, portion of it. Yeah, yeah oh, okay. where they're watching themselves, or you see them as they. They're silent movie stars. Exactly. I, I, I guess I was thinking of Mel Brooks' silent movie. No, oh, that's... I've never seen that Mel Brooks movie, but um, regardless, <laughs> yeah, you can. I yes, in fact, oh, so maybe we should just stop right now and go watch silent movie. That's fine. See you guys later. Bye bye. Cheers. <laughs> just kidding, guys. Jeez. Oh my gosh. Don't speed away. Okay. It'll be interesting to see if those predictions come true. But first, let's get into the discussion of the things we liked most about Speedy. Uh, Alice, spin up our... Best three. And let's start with Kevin. What's one thing you liked about Speedy? Okay, I am not the hugest baseball fan, but Babe Ruth mm. was... I love that scene. And seeing him actually on film and yes. just them actually talking about it. And it was quite hilarious. He's actually... Quite funny from what yes. you said when I was watching the special features and looking at commentaries and so forth. People very much enjoyed having Babe Ruth on set. Yeah, the, when he was on set because they had to film separate times. But he get he got super serious in like um, uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. I mean, he was pretty good in Flintstones. That's and John Goodman, yes. not Babe Ruth. Yeah, not the Babe. Did he play Babe Ruth? Babe Ruth played Babe Ruth. No other better person. No, but I mean, they, I think there was no. A babe was a pig that would talk. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm Stop pretty this. sure. I'm pretty sure that joke holds water. <laughs> as Vinny would say, Stop you know what? If I ever want to commit suicide, I'll call you. Oh my goodness! Wow, <laughs> that's a line Babe Ruth uses in the movies. Yeah, oh, pretty much like I'm gonna kill myself. That's right. That's right. Man. So it's been a while since I watched this. So you guys may have to help jog my memories at times. But okay. So you like Babe Ruth? That's totally fair. Uh, Kevin, Paul, was Babe Ruth something that you enjoyed about this film? Absolutely. It was great to see a legendary figure on screen moving. Um, and I was about to say lifelike, but. It's <laughs> <laughs> a real. But it, one of the things that surprised me the most is that the how well the plot held up for even today's standards. I thought it was uh, for a movie that was made back in the 20s, which was near the, the beginning stages of film, that uh, it was quite uh, engaging. I've, I've seen a couple of Harold Lloyd's other films, and to me, this story is the one that holds up the most. Hmm. Oh, so you've. Oh, I didn't realize you had seen other Harold Lloyd. Well, I did recently. After seeing this, I watched a couple more. Oh, really? Did you watch his um, talking ones or his other silent ones? I watched one talking and his other silent one, which is uh, Safety First, where he's Safety singing last. from the clock. Yes. Like oh. in the beginning of Back to the Future. The oh, clock. okay. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So, what does he sound like? Like you would imagine him. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how I imagine well, him. Kind of proper kind of um wasp <laughs> white anglo-saxon i know what wasp is <laughs> okay <laughs> hey guys we just got another root beer with ice cream all right yeah. yeah. wow okay uh, so okay but you enjoyed the plot okay that's yeah i i would not have pegged you for liking the plot in this but that's cool to hear for me um i something i liked was I guess actually it goes to the plot. I like the unexpected twists to see in the, uh, in the finale of sort of the street war. Yeah. Oh the, my goodness! Yeah, geriatrics of New York is is very interesting. <laughs> um, the whole rivalry of the Civil War all co all colliding together. Yeah, and that was that was so crazy to hear about that in this movie. There's like, yeah, I I fought in the Civil War. I'm like, oh my gosh, you, that's right. You, people could have been alive 
at this point that we're in the Civil War, which was just nuts to me to think about. But yeah. which Assam was. Yeah. That's why I just said, Kevin. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, you said, okay, I guess I, I inferred. <laughs> no, no, no. You're right. You're right. He inferred that it, the people we're, were alive, but actually in this film, yeah. And both wrong. No, not at all. Okay. <laughs> but let's go back to Kevin. What's something else you liked? Civil War heroes aside. Um, see, there's so much of this film I like. I really enjoy. I, I, I enjoy, like Paul said, the story of it. Mm-hmm. Which was very nice because um, during the time after we did the talking films, he really couldn't continue that type of story because he always had that same type of story. Oh, really? Okay. What happened? Because you know it's the the roaring twenties and a prohibition, and people are not having jobs and laid off. So it was always like that moment of hope to you know give people that mm-hmm. bit of strength to continue on. Sure. But there's still goodness to be found in people. So I, I did enjoy that. I, I guess the second one for me will be um, it's it's the beginning more or so of how they introduce the characters because usually whenever you do a film, especially mm-hmm. inside a film, you always introduce the main character first. You never have them the second or third person. It was interesting how so extremely important. Though. Yeah, and he the, he made sure he had everybody else coming into it until before they finally introduced him, which mm-hmm. everyone at that time knew who Harry Lloyd was and flocked everywhere around him. But just to see him and not in the very beginning, but just coming like the third person. And I think that was pretty nice because it actually helped develop what every character was and the ice cream scene where he was uh, a soda jerk. Yeah. That whole beginning part. Yeah. And I was wondering when he was coming out because I, I saw like what he looked like in the poster I thought right. I saw anything else until, uh, like, I don't think I saw any clips or anything before I watched. I'm like, where is this guy? I'm, I'm confused. I, I am I missing him somehow? Like, he looks so different from the poster or something that I missed the main character already. But oh, uh, he's really yeah. old, <laughs> <laughs> and or really feminine. I'm confused <laughs> right now. No. So, but yeah, that was cool that he he allowed other people to sort of take the spotlight it wasn't all about him that 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 is uh, a cool aspect for sure uh, which charlie chaplin borrowed from him after he saw that he's like wow this is successful i'm going to do that myself and he oh, did nice. the same thing. well something that i like that both harold lloyd seems to have had in space and, and charlie chaplin were just the physical gags in this film were just i mean such a treat to watch Mm-hmm. work and comedy of like blowing the whistle of the cop and it's sort of like him not noticing and the the dollar on the ground i mean for those watching you it's playing that scene right now sort of to the side of us i thought that was a little like really really someone's not going to notice that the dollar's going back up to him like several times this happens but that was right, hilarious right. I don't know if I'd go that far, but <laughs> it was entertaining. That's the part that's happening in New York today. <laughs> oh, really? oh, wow. Or a clown with a red balloon, something like that. <laughs> so I, but I did think those elements were fun. Uh, Paul, what was another fun element for you? You know, what really helped sell that was the acting. And I thought was yeah, amazing. Uh, it's a lot better actors than we see today <laughs> because it didn't seem like it was overacting, but it was, uh, it seemed enough and believable that they were in the scene. Hmm. Um, but that was a bonus thing. My second most thing, <laughs> my second like is the, uh, the, that a lot of this film was filmed outdoors and yeah. you can see a lot of the city and what it looked like back then. And it's so great to see almost a hundred years ago what it was like. It's kind of like a time capsule mm-hmm. uh, to cool. go back. So I really enjoyed that. And you get to see the Empire State Building for the first time on film. In the theater, in the movie. Oh, I didn't realize that. That didn't sort of dawn on me. That you that, that was a proud effect and, and Harold Lloyd's exploited the, every living daylight out that's like the aircraft the empire state building is in this film and people were so excited because a load of new yorkers were just thrilled and it crowded the streets and made it quite difficult for them to film oh yeah i bet many times uh well i guess as amazing as the empire state building is uh, let's talk about the things that were the most amazing for us about this movie speedy our classic makers and let's start with our guests Kevin, what did you love most? You had to pick one thing that you loved most about Speedy. Was it the ludicrous speed? Was that it? I bet. Oh. <laughs> gone the plaid. 
<laughs> black and white plaid. Oh yes, it would be. I would say my favorite. Um, the scene was the scene that they told Harold Lloyd he had to delete, and like th- like twenty years later after the film came out, he actually deleted. But then, just before he died, he put it right back in the film, and that was the love scene they had in the moving van. Because oh, they think because a load of critics said at the time that it dragged the movie too much more than it needed to be, mm. and that it, it was quite unnecessary. I think wow. it was a very sweet moment, and watching how those two re- relate and just a poor time, and they were talking about marriage and so forth, and seeing moving the furniture about, and I think that scene also helped out with a load of other black and white films that came in the future. Hmm. Yeah. That all people had copied and used that sweet moment to uh, actually not always be laughing and all, but just have that sweet endearing moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it, it, it was pretty, I thought it was pretty um, sweet along with the dog. Totally. The dog yeah. that was always around them. How he <laughs> first did not like it. And it was like, okay, fine. You're coming along. And yeah. so the babies with the same exact glasses, I busted with laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say I, I'm surprised that the critics thought that that was the part that dragged. I yeah, I, I thought other scenes but, dragged more than that. Yes. Did. <laughs> and, and, and I, I was, that's, that's very odd because I was like, how would you not like this scene? This is part yeah. of the best scene in the entire film. It is very sweet, though. I, I feel like the 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 there'd be a lot more movement around. Like I don't think they could. It seemed very like. Well, the surface streets of New York were much smoother back then. Oh yeah, totally. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure. Then they had their bodies to run over. <laughs> wow. Uh, but Paul, were there any sweet moments that made for your classic maker, or was it some completely else? It's what you said is the uh, the gags. I thought I enjoyed oh. the most the antics, the the quick turnarounds, any even the fake salute by the fake guy. I thought was hilarious as he was uh, oh tricking all the policemen at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know what the the thing that. It's funny that I said your cosmic already because Kevin, or no, wait, I, maybe it was you, Paul, or I, it was one of you, uh, sort of said my cosmic in a way. Uh, and it, it was first it, the pretty much the crazy taxi scene with him driving. Yes. And that was just, I mean, most of the driving scenes in this were, I was stunned by what they were pulling off in 1928 in terms of like, not really chasing so much. I mean, there was a chasing, but just the the fast driving. I I imagine they used some sort of sped up. Uh, That's what they did. They went they um, the, basically the, at five miles per hour or less, and then oh, really? after that they sped up the film. And at first he had it too fast. He's like, "Uh, it's a little too fast," and people were getting a little dizzy watching this. So let's slow it down just a wee bit. And they did that. And it's like, okay, yeah, this is this is fine. Okay, well, in that case, it's a tragic maker. Now I expect oh, it to be no. going at wherever the top speed of those buggies were. I don't know, seven miles per hour. Whatever the top speed is, I need that, not this five miles per hour. No, <laughs> that's twenty. It's twenty. Probably the fastest they've ever. 20? Okay, let's go twenty. All right, okay. yeah. that's Ryan, that that uh, that pylon, <laughs> Speedy, go. <laughs> um, but uh, did you guys? I, I maybe Josh, you oh, Josh, not called brother Kevin. Uh, you might be able to fact check me on this, but I think in the trivia in IMDb, it said something like that. That scene where there is this crash into that py- the L- elevated train that right. was that was an accident that they left in. Is, yes. Is that accurate? Yes, that's accurate. And that it's kind of odd, but that, that's a bit of a tragic maker for me for not just that scene, but the production of what happened during that okay. scene. Well, we'll we'll go into that after that. We'll, okay. We'll, we'll, put, put a pin in that. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then we'll speed right to it. <laughs> exactly. And you no, know what I, else I, I, I forgot? I, I, I can't believe I, this. I always forget. I like the music of this. <laughs> I thought the the tune by. Uh, What's his name? Not the not the piano man, oh, the local David? piano man, but the, the but the theme that they had going for uh, for the movie that I thought mm-hmm. was very memorable uh, by Carl Davis. Yeah, it, it was it was interesting. Yeah, yeah, and you know what's weird? I don't sort of imagine movies from back then to have had themes. Though I guess you sort of you're sort of making light of it, but I, I guess. Would it have been that back then it'd be whoever's playing the piano just makes up their own music, or is sometimes there- sometimes it, uh, the movie would come would come in a company with uh, music sheet music to play mm-hmm. along with it, 
mm -hmm. sometimes not. Sometimes it got lost. Whatever. Yeah, apparently this is one of the songs that were played for the movie, and so okay. Okay. one of them. Cool. There was like you know ten other songs. So I had. Gotcha. Okay. Well, very cool. All righty, guys. Oh man, but you know what? As Paul, you forgot something you liked. I forgot something else I liked. Jeez, it always seems to happen. Really? Uh, yeah, really. Do you guys? Wait, how do I do this? Oh, I think there's another thing I like, but I, I, I mean, it's, I don't want to pour the list on too much. Well, uh, what's the other thing you liked? POS, TOS, Post Toast. You know, I think it's I think it's funny, and it's at the, it's at the fair scene where he has his back against the stripes on the jacket. I think that <laughs> scene was absolutely Harrison when he looks at the mirror yeah. and he flicks himself off. That was like one of the scenes that was a bit not sure if it was accidental on purpose to leave in the film. We're, we're gonna <laughs> save that in a little bit, but I do want to talk about this other thing. I like US. He loves Star Trek, but he hates bad Star Trek. Matt McKinney, joined by off-screen Kim and occasionally Drew Bax, the sociopathic Talaxian, take on Star Trek, Smallville, and whatever other shows might appear in his field of vision. You can find POS TOS on YouTube, just search under the title, or at www.pos-tos.com. So that's great and all, but what does POS TOS have to do with Speedy? Absolutely nothing! Which is what you are about to become. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fine, Paul. We want some more more trivial that we can sort of talk about for Speedy. Not sort of. I want to talk about it. Let's okay, hear some trivia right, about Speedy. Did you all realize? I'm I'm sure Kevin knows this, but uh, <laughs> Paul and me. Did we all realize that Speedy is Harold Lloyd's real life nickname given to him by his father? Whoa, Whoa. Spoiler. <laughs> So, my question to you guys is, if a movie was named after one of your nicknames, it doesn't have to be your main one, it could be any nickname you have, what would, the, what would that movie be called? And you can add other monikers to the name, but uh, what's, like, what's the name of your nick movie that is sort of named after your nickname? The Master Interrupter. <laughs> true Life Story. <laughs> the what story? The True Life Story. True Life Story. Hmm. Wow. Okay, that's fair. Uh, how about you, Kevin? I'm trying to think of one because the only thing my family ever called me was swear words. So I'm trying to think of a proper <laughs> one. <laughs> it doesn't have to how, be how, okay. your family. It could be any nickname you people. Uh, okay. Or how about this? How did the Dapper Man? How did that name come up? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I would dress this way going to church, and people were like, "Oh, that's very dapperish of you." And I was trying to think of a name for my um, YouTube and Facebook page for movies because I was like movie heads and like I don't like this. It sounds cheesy and very bland. And there was a couple other things, but someone's like, "That's very dapper. You're like a dapper man, like Dapper Dan." From I was like, oh, "That's that's going to be it, Dapper Man." <laughs> so I psychotact name. Very cool. I, okay. I'm at work. Um, they they call me Logan or Skywalker because I used to have been. Wolverine for like three years straight with the sideburns and everything else. Before oh, okay. Okay, now you could be straight up Qui Gon. So, yeah, because not because he's Irish or anything, but yeah. Oh yeah, he is Irish. Wait, he is Irish, right? Liam Neeson is a Northern Irishman. Okay. Well, there you go. See, it, it <laughs> comes together. <laughs> anyway, so so your would the movie be called The Dapper Man? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I don't know if the movie is named called Dapper Man, but yeah, we'll go for it. Uh, what about yourself, mate? Very classy one. Um, for me, see, I don't usually like nicknames. Uh, that's, that's, never mind. I was about to say people <laughs> use them against you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, one I would like to get going is FX Retro, and uh, that would be sort of a, a special effects documentary about retro movies. Oh, that you do? I thought it was a movie about you. Well, no, I'm the documentarian. Oh, okay. Like a Captain Retro has that been taken, or I don't know. I, I, but FXR are my initials, so FX Retro fits. Oh, it's a great. Should, I guess like a special. I was thinking of special effects. You said FX. I was like, okay, well, special well, effects. Think, that's why. Would that's what the documentary is about? Special effects in uh, retro. Okay, you should get that Twitter handle while you can. Yeah, I mean, for some of those by one. 
I don't know when they took it, but they have FX. Great trivia, Francisco. And I have an answer for our last audience question, which again was, what is the combination to the air shield? And the answer, of course, is one. 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 Two. One. Two. Two. Three. 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 Four. 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 Five. 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 So the one, combination. Two, three, four, five. That's the, that's amazing. That's the same combination as my luggage. Yes. So, Francisco, please spin the wheel to see who wins. All right. Let's spin it, guys. Here we go. We got several entries this time. That's not the wheel. Hold on. <laughs> There's the wheel. <laughs> All right. So, here we go. The wheel of triviality. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us who will win this trivia question. Hey, kids. Want to go to the winner David. Congrats, David. You will get a free uh, retro. A free subscription to our Retro Rewind Pod Twitch channel, which gives you access to our emotes and also access to our bonus content. All right, so those trivial nicknames aside, even though they're fun, let's find out what memories you, our awesome rewinders, had about Speedy. Uh, first up, Jacob Neff says, I bought the Criterion recently, but I still need to watch it. You should. They do a good job. I've never seen a Criterion. Like I, I've seen Criterion movies that are in the Criterion collection, but never a Criterion release of that movie. Dude, it has cool special features and stuff. Yeah, you, I don't. And I'm collecting usually, John Carpenter Shout Factory with special. It's, it's usually a, a CRISPR transfer sometimes. So like, yeah. they, like the genes, they modify the genes in CRISPR. What? I don't know what you're talking about. But CRISPRs <laughs> are a delicious snack that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, going off the rails, guys. L trains crash into the ground. Let's bring it back. My dad actually commented, and he, and he said, he, "Wrong answer, McFly." But he says he just saw the movie Speedy on TCM Turner Classic Movies about a month ago. Good choice, big smiley face. So he applauds you, Kevin. Good oh, choice. Thank you, Mike. All right. Well, uh, apparently, let's you know. John liked the movie. Uh, Jacob hasn't seen it yet, and maybe we should do some due diligence and tell him why he may not end up liking it if he does watch it. Uh, Alex, let's spin up our... Yeah, it's time to talk about the things we didn't like so much about Speedy, and let's start with Paul this time. Um, as <laughs> the film is kind of sped up, and with today's technology, they no. can... Uh, they could actually slow it down to actual normal speed length. You know, all the the old movies, they're all kind of like sped up just a little too much. So oh. it'd be really interesting. Uh, granted, this movie would probably be over two hours long, but <laughs> <laughs> it would be, I think it would really be interesting to see this movie with the frame rate corrected. Oh, oh, okay. You know, I didn't think about that, but yeah, now that you say that, I could see how, now would they, would they, are you saying that they could even interpolate the frames in, be in between so that's it's it's not just a weird uh, slowdown? Yeah, yeah, it, it looks it looks natural. Oh, okay. if, if you ever seen um, uh, what's his name? I was about to say Percy Jackson, but the director of Lord of the Rings, Peter Jackson. Uh, Peter Jackson, Peter Jackson. Yes, that guy. <laughs> he did. Uh, they shall not grow old. The documentary about uh, World War One footage where they took footage that is normally like when you watch it's kind of mm -hmm. sped up but they, they slowed it down through the computer and to make it look natural and and stuff so if they use that technique mm -hmm. i think it would be really interesting to see this well that expensive that process is <laughs> what was that i talked to Rick kevin what was that i said you know how expensive that process is it's, it's you know so you put a couple of million dollars into that film yeah i'd like uh, to see I would, that i would love to see that and i would love to see them actually do that to, to a lot of silent films but it gets a bit expensive and i guess the turn in rate wouldn't be enough for them to justify it so that's part of why but yeah. you know what? i i would agree with that i you know what? i haven't thought about it too much but yeah yeah cool beans guys but it wouldn't be called speedy then cuz yeah sped up <laughs> <laughs> so wait so how is that a, a thing you didn't like yeah, I didn't like how fast, like oh, for oh, today's I, watching ability. Okay. Gotcha. You didn't like it was that it was essentially like an old flash animation at twelve frames. Like <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, Kevin, what's something you didn't like about Speedy? Mine is really not so much of the what was inside. Well, I actually, 
So not not sorry. Maker, just one like little quibble you had with it. I have plenty of you'd like me to jog your memory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I probably was offline when that happened. It's up with no color in this movie. What's up with that? <laughs> um, it's black and white film. What? It's not in 3D. Why is there no um, talking? Jeez, I see the looks. Right. There's no talking. There was no mics in created or invented. <laughs> Hey, you know what? It was white back on the background. That's oh my god! It <laughs> adds to the criterion where they add the noise and everything else, and the the bell ringing and so forth. Oh, is that they? They didn't have someone like the piano player whistling. No, they never had anyone on the side to do that. Because oh, okay. That'd be a waste of that'd be a waste of money to have someone to stand there just to ring a bell for like two scenes, and they're like, yeah, we're not doing that. No, you yeah. you have the piano player just like, you know. Uh, do it one-handed, and then there's a, a bell over here, and you just do it, or have a whistle. It's too wasted to even think about that. <laughs> hey, film crank man, slow it down here. I need a time and whistle blow. Oh, thank you. Okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah, and it would come after. Oh, I was supposed to whistle. <laughs> okay, Um, this is, I guess it's because how the production was, was if anyone who knows the differences between California and New York you can see the differences of the, of the street lamps, the way the streets oh, are. Oh, I never, I couldn't tell that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because this, the street lamps are completely different from that of like down the streets of San Francisco, which they still are showing in this film, mm-hmm. along with the ones in New York. And um, the way the gas lights and some were, the, were just set up is like, mm-hmm. it's completely different. Also, the way the roads were. So I guess the planning when you had to go back and forth because they had to film in two different locations. Uh, okay, gotcha. And there's a reason why that happened, but that leads it to the tragic side. Okay, so we'll save that. We'll save that. Hey, um, Francisco, we have a time machine. We should have known that. Good point. We yeah. should have known that, but we didn't. <laughs> we watching movies. <laughs> yeah, we're watching movies. What do you want from me? Okay. <laughs> Something I didn't like about this movie was, and you said you enjoyed it. I, I forget if I edit this part out or not, uh, Kevin. But I thought it was just so just it, it broke my suspension of disbelief that he didn't think that the dots that he would think the dots on his suit yeah. are not <laughs> shadows that they're oh I have all these dots on my suit how did they get here right and well no you can see the light moves I'm sure in your micro movement you can tell oh those aren't moving with me they're obviously not on it on me and could you tell that those dots did not. Have- Oh, come from the umbrella because if they were because the umbrella is a shade and had holes the mm-hmm. dots on him were black but the light would shine through the umbrella would be bright so they would actually he would actually have white dots if it was actually coming from the umbrella oh see i thought it was like a like a type of clearer parasol and it was like darker dots and that's what it was causing oh i i didn't think it was a clear parasol I that's thought it was like, oh, they, they really are are suspending our disbelief <laughs> on this one. It's double layered on it. So I wonder because, yeah, I I think so. And I'm not trying to say, oh, people were stupid back then, but it goes it goes back to like the whole train thing, um, where it's, I forget where we talked. I think that was on a different stream of yours, where the movie going audience saw a, a train coming at them at, in the movie theater on the screen. They thought it was real mm-hmm. and they panicked and started to run when that first, you know, was, was showing. Yeah. So I think the f- movie going audience would think that those were real dots on him. It's kind of like trick photography. Why, why doesn't this come off of him rather than, Oh, it's obviously a shadow, but maybe I'm like, giving too much no, credit. I you don't know, know what? That's, that's a fair point. Like back then your eyes could be tricked a lot more than it is now. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Because we were talking about it in aliens with, I could, you can definitely tell nowadays that they're using these um, sort of uh, rear projection screens. Yes. Um, you're in the so, movie theater as you're going, you're not even noticing it. You're just, Oh, this okay. is amazing. Yeah. So that that totally broke my suspension of disbelief, and so it's one of the things I didn't like. Yeah, comedic effect, I guess. You know, technical difficulties. <laughs> okay, I guess you can excuse it that way, but no. <laughs> but let's go back to uh, Paul. What's something else you didn't like? 
I thought it was unfortunate that it was unclear of the relationship between Speedy and the girl until like the middle or towards the end. Cause I thought they were married the whole time. Cause the way he comes into the, you know, the father's house and then all of a sudden he, they're talking about, Oh, marriage proposal and everything. So I thought they were pretty early in. That's weird. That's the way the fact that, that it wasn't established a little clear, I thought was frustrating. Okay, I mean that's fair. Uh, was that, I'm curious, Kevin. Was that a clear thing for you? I mean, it's kind of hard. Oh, I, 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 I thought it was pretty clear as day, but you know, I guess not everyone. I'm thick-headed. I needed to explain to me, like, look, this is a guy. He's not married, and he is the hero. <laughs> All right, uh, Kevin. Let's go back to you. What's something else you don't like? Uh. This is hard because I, I only think of just the two things, so I, I really don't have another dislike unless. Hmm. Save it for the end. Build I know. That's, all, that's, that's, that's the one thing I think of for the entire thing that was oh. my strongest like. But okay, here here's one for you, Kevin. That crab. Okay, how is it? That- <laughs> okay, you know what? That was a bit um, funny with the crab because I, I think you mean it's funny, but at the same time, like. He couldn't have felt the crab inside his pocket and have a jacket the entire time. I I could feel when something's about like four pounds in my pocket. Right, exactly. Um, so uh, yeah, that, uh, I mean, oh, yeah. it was good comedic effect and everything else that happened to it. But I'm sorry if I got my butt pinched by a crab, I would know that's not a hand pinching me. That's a that's something complete different. So, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, the crab what was 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 funny but at the same time it was pretty obvious like you really can't tell us in your pocket i could tell if my wallet's in my pocket or not exactly Got more here than here oh <laughs> uh, what was that paul i just said what the crab oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> all right well that leaves one more thing i just liked before we get to our tra- tragic makers uh for me it's the okay this is so close to being a tragic maker. It bothers me this much. The bad guy, I forget his name. Do you recall the, the name of the main villain, the guy who's trying to buy the train uh, or the or try to buy um, the grandpa or the, the horse car? Snobby old witch, witch right man. Is that his name? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he is. He's like Mr. Potter of It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life, but sure. We'll- <gasps> <laughs> don't that's right now is this is this a joke or are you just like just saying it just no okay let's part. let's talk about this since you brought it up oh, is okay. it the fact that it's a black and white film francisco no, or are we saving I that for the tragic? casablanca that's what wait wait that's i thought you didn't want to see it's a wonderful life because it's in black and white no that has nothing to do with it. Why? Why don't you want to see "It's a Wonderful it's, Life"? Yes, do tell me. I started watching it at one point. I'm like, okay, so that was your mood then. You got to okay. give it another chance. No, what does Mountain Dew? Do? Popping some Angels coffee. Up from heaven, a humans not talking to God. No, 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 no. No, it's an other. Up? It's an else world. Just. Turn I, your brain off and enjoy. I don't need an else world. I need a. Uh, I need a real world. Thank you very much. Then turn on the news. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how real the news is. I was gonna make a joke like that. Fake but- news. Go <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, there. <laughs> uh, fine. Anyway, open your window. <laughs> Whoa! It's so real. <laughs> it's almost anyway. like three. Where where was I going with that? You were explaining to us why you didn't like it's a wonderful life. Yes, the bad guy. I'm sorry. I totally got sidetracked there. So all he had to do was wait one day, but he gives up. He's like, oh, yeah, I guess. So here's the thing. Here's the the situation. They get the car back. He The um, uh, Harold Speedy does the the horse-drawn carriage or horse-drawn train trolley whatever it is around one more time with that fake wheel and then it explodes but oh he got his 24 hours in so the bank can't take it well the bad guy can just wait till the next day when he can't run the thing again because it exploded yeah it like it totally crashed and burned they can't they the possibility for them to rebuild it overnight is like no they buy a new one nigh impossible 
They have no money, Paul. They have no. No, money. they do. All the all the Civil War people get together and they 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 go buy one or dig one out. Because someone will say, "Oh, just, I have an extra one right here," because it's just, in the script. They're just going to taunt, you know, the local Ford dealership for one of those. No, there's not. There's, there's just train cards everywhere for people to buy. No, I do not accept that. The, the all right. So there's a slight flaw in the plot. He waited one day and then he would have won. But no, I guess I'm impatient or something. I, I no, I wanted to. I wanted to win today. I'm not willing to win tomorrow. Yes. Most rich Crap. people are impatient. <laughs> well, who's impatient, Deverman? Or uh, most? Most rich people are quite impatient. Not if they're going to make a lot of money. They can wait one day. Um, I don't know. How we saw him in the Bible, and he was pretty impatient with his kids. Okay, this particular guy is impatient. It's one yeah. of his character flaws. I, it's a major flaw. Yes. Gosh, so that just really, that really stuck in my cry. I'm like, all oh, right, dude, he's dude, imperfect. Man. Sorry. <laughs> Good Lord. Where's this CFO? Jeez, just have a conversation with this guy. Hey, hey, hey. hey he's too on. cheap for a CFO. He has <laughs> gangsters that do his bidding. I <sighs> not afford another vehicle. We hire all these gangsters. I got no more money for a CFO. <laughs> Which I thought they did a good job of of stereotype casting those those rough guys. I'm like, oh yeah, these are them. Yeah, okay. them. They had that stereotype. That's true. That's true. Okay. Well, all that aside, let's get into our tra- tra- tragic makers, the things we hated most about this film. Kevin, okay, I know you've been holding them <laughs> back. What what did you hate about this film? Let it fly. <laughs> no, I, my tragic is mostly in the production and how the horses were treated. Because oh, if you notice in the back of that that horse-drawn carriage, mm-hmm. that was actually a light horse that got into a wreck. Oh, inside, yeah. Oh. And that's why they couldn't film anymore in New York. After that, the production crew and the president of um, not, not just Harold Floyd, but I think it was like the beginning of Paramount when they were starting with the film, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're done. We can't film here anymore. We could, we've already could hurt some people, but you know, they went through the horses on a everyday basis or every other day because the horses were tired and worn out. It's like, okay, time for new horses. It's like, those horses are almost dead. Okay. Time for new horses. And they're like, Oh my goodness. Alive. Are you serious? Like run the horses down to the death. And they're like, okay, yeah, it's time for some fresh horses. And after they hit the wreck, it's like, you know, what? we almost hurt some people. So, you know, Forget the horses. Let's make sure the people are not hurt, which I understand there's different levels, but seriously, at the same time. Yeah. Still, you as, to protect them, too. As a bonus, yeah. you could start a glue factory on the side oh to help God. support <laughs> if you're movie making. Yeah, so them doing that with, um, like, running the horses down to the ground and the way that some of the crew was treated a mm-hmm. bit, not, it was not, they were not treated harshly, but at the same time, they were treated like the extras were just treated as just, you know, I guess people off the street, which they were. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was my that was my tragic maker for the film. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I can't believe they actually. I mean, I can believe because a certain time frame. Yeah, at the same they, time they didn't have PETA back then. Yeah, which it you know, great with it's a good thing, but not a good thing. Yeah, exa- <clears throat> yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, seriously, have you seen the trailer for Call of the Wild with Harrison Ford out now? I no, not yet. They would not use a real dog because of Peter. Oh my gosh, that's so ridiculous. Well, they that's didn't a use a real story. dog for Star Wars either, and it was him and next to the the Wookiee there. Wow, Paul. Wow. Yeah, and I guess Wookiees are not dogs. They were. That's where Lucas he based it on. Oh, he did. Yeah, he said he <laughs> he wanted to he. As a young guy driving around Modesto, California, he'd be in his truck with his dog on the right-hand side, like being his co-pilot, he would pretend. And he's like, I'm going to write a a story or a movie about this. Fair enough, I suppose. Guess what his name was? Chewy. Indiana. Rod! Yes. Indiana. You were named after the dog. (laughs) No, seriously, true story. His his dog's name was Indiana. That's actually pretty cool. I like that. Uh, Indiana's dog's name. Before we continue on into me and Paul's tragic makers, we have one here from chat. Uh, Dale said, though I like seeing him in the movie, I think you're talking about Harold Lloyd. Uh, no, he's talking about Babe Ruth. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
Though I liked seeing Babe Ruth in the movie, uh, I was hoping that Speedy's time with him was more serious than the way it turned out to be. Yeah, it's very comical. It wasn't really serious at all. So that's fair. That's fair. Uh, and uh, was there any, any other things that I missed? Oh, um, I know this is more of a fact, but when Speedy, when Harold mm-hmm. Lloyd and Babe Ruth were at there at the um the kids center, that was actually a Jewish hospital for kids. And oh. that was actually their first time actually meeting with the kids. And oh. all, every time, whenever they, they would go into different places where they filmed that or not filmed that with Babe Ruth, and they would just pass out all kinds of gifts and everything else. So that was like a one time they were actually there together on that scene. Everything else, they were in different um, studios, California, New York. Oh, okay, okay. And when Babe Ruth goes inside of the car, one of the baseball players for the Yankees came by and they six tongue out at him at the very end corner of the right bottom corner. You could see him. I think it was Louis something. Oh I'm yeah. Sorry. Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig. Yeah, Lou Gehrig. He sticks his tongue out because they've always made fun of each other. And there's oh, like, how fun. Oh, yeah. Wow. So if you get to see him, if you watch it real closely, you see him walking by doing that. <laughs> by <laughs> <back> walking by. <laughs> exactly. I was laughing. That was oh, perfect timing. <laughs> Oh, because of Christy? Is yeah, that- she walked right by as he was saying as yeah, walking yeah, yeah. by. But yeah, that, that was actually a real um, hospital for Jew kids, and they were passing out gifts and saying hi to them and everything else, and everyone just crowded around. So it's like, you know what? We're going to use this in the movie. And so that's what they did. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm going to go next with my tragic maker now. <clears throat> because as he is, a, as I got for the – I'm not going to get as heated as I did with the bad guy, but – I, I'm. Sh- I don't know how, how you feel about this scene, but you were talking about earlier, uh, uh, Kevin, how that one scene in the van was edited out because it was slow or what have you, and then they got put back in at the when Harold Lloyd passed away. Was that it? No, before, right before he passed away, because he took it off during his filming career, because oh. he's like maybe the critics were right, maybe this did slow the pace down the film. Oh sure. But sure. after I guess his um, children's like this. Seems actually really good. We should put it back and convincing through other people is like, okay, you know what? Maybe it is good after all. Who cares what critics say? Because yeah, you know, they're just critics. They don't know anything about yeah. film. <laughs> <laughs> not like they know movies or watch them or anything. Yeah, it's not like you know Disney's around so they can critique that. So here, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so for me, it wasn't the van scene that I thought was a big sort of depletion and energy on the film, where like it's like the the pacing and what have you. It was flipping Coney Island or Coney Island or whatever. Oh, that was the best part. Oh gosh, it lasts. So I'm looking at it here as I'm scrubbing through the, the film that I pulled up. It lasts for like 13, 14 yeah, minutes. Yeah, it's a little short film. That's the whole style of the movie. No, it's so long. Oh, my gosh. Make it a third of that. Make it five minutes. One, just real quick. Go no, back. make it a third of the movie. No. I'm telling Coney Island. I don't That's what he's trying to do. care about Coney Island. I do. Okay, I want to go to go there. That's one of my, one of my bucket Wait, list. Wait, you probably hate Disneyland too. Disneyland. No. <laughs> he has no money and he buys a new suit and now he's going and spending all this stuff at Coney Island and they take forever. That's just, it's stressing me out, man. It's stressing me out and it's taking too long. I don't it's care about all the Coney Island rides. Which goes into my tragic maker. This Perfect. is not. <laughs> This this guy, Harold Lloyd, is not the most stand-up guy because he's and his girlfriend can be kind of jerks sometimes, like in their antics and like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to steal your seat and now I'm going to laugh about it. Ha, ha, ha. What a fool yeah, you are. Exactly. It, so, you know, he deserves, you know, a lot of the trouble that he got in with the police because he's taunting him and sticking his tongue out and everything, like uh, sticking it to authority. He's not... The most, um, uh, what do you want to call? Doesn't save the cat, so the role. Yeah, he's not the most ideal role model. So I could. So he. Yeah, it makes sense that he's gonna, you know, take what little money he has and throws it away. And he's not out looking for jobs. He's out looking for Babe Ruth. Hey, that's how we do it here in Jacksonville, Duval, West Side, baby. (laughs) (laughs) You look for Babe Ruth. No, we just look for celebrities and we try to mooch off them for money oh. and, food and don't use our money wisely. They're like, hey, yeah. new cell- iPhone. It's like, because people like me with new iPhones, they don't like me for who I am. <laughs> Let me in. I'm part of the entourage. I yeah, know, exactly. 
Where's my fake paparazzi while I'm at it? <laughs> yeah. Word. I just can't wait to be king. I'm, everything's like entitled and handed I to me. I just can't wait to be king. Sorry. So, oh, uh, Dale says, uh, Coney Island, it's more like Corny Island is what I would say. Yes, exactly, Dale. Exactly. Um, oh, one of the riots in there was actually the riot that Donald Trump's father put there with his money. Oh, really? Oh, wow. It was Donald Trump's father's, um, one of his rides they wanted to show and there was like, hey, I forgot what his name was. Like Mitch. John Trump or something like You Trump. got me. I have Don, no Donald idea. Senior Trump. I thought that was pretty cool because I was looking, listening to the commentary. It's like, oh yeah, and there's his father's um, ride right there. There's showing. It's like, oh my goodness. See, Who I thought it was interesting to see the rides that they had back then. Like the whole spinning like tube you have to run into to make sure you don't fall over. <laughs> I went on one of those and yeah. I hurt my head a couple yeah. of times. It's crazy lawsuit time these days. You can't have a merry go around the playground. People freak yeah. out. Yeah. But so I, yeah, I thought it just went on too long. I was getting so bored during the whole Coney Island. Oh, movie. I thought it was fascinating to see what they oh, had. You know, that was the critics' number one thing in the movie was the Coney Island scene. That they liked or didn't? Yeah, every critic said that was the best um, scenes in the movie, especially the, when they're inside that tunnel when they spin around. That's yeah. why it goes in like, so many posters and even on the movie because that was the number one pick for their favorite scenes and speed. These, these must be Ryan Tomato's critics. That's probably what it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, can't trust, you can't trust too much on Rotten Tomatoes. Exactly. Exactly my point. Okay, so now that we've entered all our trajectories into the firing computer, Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo ready on your mark. Okay, do we rate the movie Speedy, our first silent movie we're covering on the podcast? A classic. We'd recommend anyone go and see this film, not listen to it. So I guess you could listen. (laughs) We recommend anyone go out and see this film, whether or not you've seen it before. A nostalgic. It's worth a rewatch if you somehow remember watching this as a kid. (laughs) How are you doing? Wow, that's amazing. Or you've just seen it before. Uh, Is it worth? It's probably worth your time to rewatch. But if you've never seen it, uh, probably go see uh, another. Black and white movie, or just another movie. It's wonderful life. Casablanca, yeah, Casablanca goes to Casablanca. <laughs> it's, you know, what's weird is because that's a movie that everyone loves. Really? That I hate. It's a wonderful life again. Okay, what, Paul? <laughs> no, I said it's interesting that it's a black and white movie that everyone loves that I hate, Casablanca, and really? vice versa. Is your Oh, it's wonderful life. So my Casablanca is your. It's a wonderful life. You know what? I couldn't. I for some reason I thought you didn't like Casablanca, but then you had said something at some point in the past long time of our friendship that made me think. Oh no, I guess he doesn't mind Casablanca so much. So you you actually don't like Casablanca? I don't. Is that the reason why? Because everyone else seems to like it. No, I find uh, we won't get into that. We should review it, and I can tell you exactly every point that do, I would like. Here's what we could do. We could do a uh, a double feature, okay. Wonderful Life, Casablanca. Okay, I'm back to back. That. I'm just going to say, um, I kind of lean a bit more towards It's a Wonderful Life than Casablanca. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Only a little bit more. Um, I, I watch think out, watch out. You might be off the show again. Hold on. <laughs> I, was, I would say the thing I like about Casablanca, I know this is going off top of it, the thing I like about Casablanca is the shots and the way light and shadow was used, it was quite innovative for that time. And dramatic, every yes. other movie starts like, you know, we are going to do exactly what they do until it is Citizen Kane. And it's like, we're going to do everything Orson Welles does. <laughs> so, uh, until the Muppet movie. When, until the Muppet movie. Yes. The best um, Muppet movie ever made is Muppet Christmas Carol. Fight me. <sighs> Sorry, where were we? <laughs> or do we rate... <laughs> A tragic, like what? Uh, uh, what? Tragic would be a tragic would be. We recommend it. No one watched it, whether or not you've seen it before. Okay, so guest host, first time on the pod, patron pick. Yeah. Thank you so much, Kevin, for being here. What is your rating for Speedy? Classic. Classic. Okay, just. Are, are you sure about that? No, no, no reservation. 
100% without a doubt of my mind classic. It's very much probably one of um, not it's only because it was one of the first silent films I've watched, mm-hmm. but it was also one that I very much endure and I very much love to watch. And I um, actually introduced another friend of mine who's oh. never saw a silent film. He watched it. And he's like, dude, this is funny. And I was like, are you serious? Someone else actually thought this movie was funny too. It's like, yeah, I'm going to have to watch more. It's like, I got to let you know certain films you don't want to see in silent, but this is one of those <laughs> silent films I would highly recommend, even though it was his best income, like the freshman, the football one he did. Okay. That was his number one film that he oh, ever okay. that made most income. Mm-hmm. Even though the income is kind of lost with this film, but it's still one of the best um, movies he's done that he's always enjoyed. And I enjoy watching. Nice. Yeah. See, even though, uh, almost a hundred years, almost a hundred years later. Yeah, Casablanca was very funny, much funnier than the first fifteen minutes of It's a Wonderful Life. What is your final rating for? I, I, predicted, I predicted Speedy would be tragic, and mm-hmm. I found myself enjoying this film a lot more than I would have. Um, I don't think it's a film that everyone needs to go out and see. So I'm going to rate it nostalgic. If you enjoyed it, it's, I think it holds up. I think it would hold up, and I'd recommend That's giving it a rewatch if you haven't seen it in a while. Okay. Uh, All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We're going to go right back to good old 19. No, we're not 19. No, not yet. Yeah, we still have one more rain, Paul. Oh, we do? That's yeah. weird. That would be the yeah. captains, Mr. Mutineer. Um, <laughs> So I I can. <laughs> oh wait, I want to hear her. What's her, what's her, what's her rating? Did she watch it? No, she didn't. Christy didn't watch it. Mm. So <laughs> Christy should watch it, Francisco. Well, I don't know if you want her to, Paul. She doesn't like it's a wonderful life either. So what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that concludes our show, everybody. We're having no time for announcements. <laughs> it's time for mutiny. <laughs> yeah. So my my final rating for Speedy is uh, tragic. I it's I can really? I can what? appreciate for for what it's trying to be, but there's no way I'm going to want to watch this again. I have no, I this is not anywhere near a list where I would show this to my kids. There's nothing quotable in it because there's no quotes. It smells like rain. Yeah, <laughs> fine. There's there's end cards that you can't inflect. Um, it smells like rain. rain. It's acting is more than just speaking. It's all in the physical. When you see the expressions on the face. Yeah. I think a ghost needs to visit you. Bunch of whistles. Yeah. Whistles. Which I'm doing horrible. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. According to Retro Rewind Podcast, we raise Speedy a draw. So we're going to have to go to our. Let's just cast Dale. He's the only one that's ever seen it. Got to go to our Rewind Republic, our patrons. We're going to go to you. And see, uh, let me let's time jump here and see what you rated, Speedy. Get on with it! Yeah. Thank you, Reflex Suppressors, for adding your voice to the final tally. And with uh, your votes combined with ours, according to the Rewind Republic and Retro Rewind podcast, we rate Speedy a disputed nostalgic film. Thank you so much. And now let's get back to Francisco and the crew of the past. Man. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm back, guys. Uh, I can't believe, man, Francisco from the past. That's really what they said. I, I'm surprised. But, Paul, did you know that was going to happen? I'm not surprised. There's only a few choices we have. So. <laughs> Let me know. With flash here. Oh, we're good. <laughs> I don't know if you get a vote, Kevin. <laughs> hey, he's a patriot, so I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I guess we'll find out here in a, in a bit. Um, or no, I yeah. So I guess I guess we know if he. Uh, how I don't know how to sequence that. <laughs> Having trouble fourth dimensionally here. Yeah, you have a real problem with that. 
break the fourth wall. Well, thank you so much, patrons. And uh, thank you for giving it up, allowing us to have a final rating. Uh, now we're going to get back to, you know what? I'm, I'm done with 1928. Let's get back to our own time. Good old 20XX. 20XX. Receiving incoming transmission. Hold on to your butts. <sighs> Feels good to be back. I can I can hear things. I can see color. It's amazing. <laughs> I don't think but, so. <laughs> but uh, what you don't? I, well, I guess not. I can see reds. Anyway, regardless of people that aren't watching this live and are listening, I'm still seeing black and white. Yeah. <sighs> We would not have been able to travel back to 1928 to begin with if it weren't for our, our amazing reflux capacitors, namely Jared Holzhauer, Deborah Powers, Brian Keating, Patrick Hicks, LJ Lowry, Chris Cowan, the Feelin' Film Podcast, Peter Panda, uh, Chris Owens, Geek Devotions, the Untold Podcast, Mrs. Lomax, James Kennison, Daryl Hafner, Kevin Joshua Burnham, who is right here. Welcome. Sounds like a creep to me. Oh, more cash. <laughs> Drew of the Cellcast. Pastor Dusen and Ashley Cronenbitter, in addition to three other awesome patrons as well. Thank you all so much for keeping the gigawatts coming. And if you want to help us, and if you want to help keep us flying for as little as $1 a month and get bonus content for your generosity, head over to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support to see how. That's awesome. Thank you so much, supporters. And while we're thanking our supporters, we also want to give a big speedy hug to our subscribers on Twitch, which is another way you can send us a couple bucks a month. And if you have Amazon Prime, you can subscribe for free. Find out how at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Twitch Prime. But hey, let's keep the gratitude train going now because we love hearing from you, be it our iTunes reviews, comments on our website, or through our contact form. Uh, and we don't have any uh, feedback this time, but it is awesome when you guys send that in. And thank you to everyone here live in chat. Dale, Ruil, Lorona. It's so awesome getting to hear from you guys. RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 190 is the place to find timestamps for this episode, uh, links to contact us, and links for voting on the movies you want us to review. But there's, the, but that's not the only place you can reach us. Paul, where else can people find the show and also yourself? You can feel free to talk to us and share anything you like or find funny that is 15 years or older on our social media. We are RetroRewindPod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can join our Discord server by going to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Discord. And also, I mentioned we're on Twitch. You can watch and chat with us live like these fine folks are doing right now as we record this very episode of this very podcast. You can also watch later as Francisco streams playing retro video games that are not so retro they're like current but they kind of look retro or remind you of retro anyway well, uh, we're talking about Saracade Adventures which I do Saturday mornings at 6am Pacific that's where I play games of today so they're contemporary games but they remind you of cartoons of the past like I play Cuphead I'm playing a game called Wonder Boy uh, which is looks like like traditional animated graphics so it's beautiful yeah, you can follow us at twitch.tv slash RetroRewindPod and check out all the streams there. In addition, we also have a subreddit on Reddit, which is slash r slash RetroRewindPod. This is where you go to nominate and vote on the upcoming movies. So please go ahead and nominate and vote there. And if you want to find me, Paul J. Powers, you go to pauljpowers.com. Awesome, Paul. Thank you so much for being a fantastic friend. Uh, beautiful 60 frames per second seeing you here. It's amazing. Not the 12 frames per second of Speedy. And yeah. in Living Color, it's amazing. But uh, really yeah. appreciate getting to uh, do this show with you. Likewise. Thank you. Of course. And I do appreciate you, Francisco, for inviting us mutineers on. But... Uh, <laughs> I'd like to take a chance to give a big thank you to Kevin Burnham for taking time to be on our show. So, Kevin, thank you so much. Please tell us how people can find you online and if there's anything you'd like to promote. Um, Sure, yeah. Greatly appreciate it. It's been lovely talking to you on here for the podcast and see you online. If you can find me online, you can find me on YouTube at Zapperman. So if you want to type it down, it's like youtube.com slash C slash the Zapperman. I'm also on Facebook, Dapper Man uh, Reviews. And I'm also on Instagram, Dapper Man Reviews. 
And what do you review else there? I review movies. So, oh, sorry, I, I do review movies on there. So, mostly older films, but you know, some great classics like Casablanca and It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're half right. Uh, yeah, and I also review movies uh, today. So it's, it's a mixture. Yeah, movies that's new and of past, present, and past. Excellent. Oh. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been awesome doing this podcast with you, Kevin. Thanks for being on again. Uh, and oh, this is first time. Dang it. Yeah, first time. Thank you, thank you again thank you. for being on the show. Oh, much better. Fantastic. And, but as much as I really enjoy getting to podcast with Kevin and Paul, I, I appreciate someone more than them. And that'd be you. Yes, you listening right this very second. Whatever you're doing, wherever you are, thank you so much. Whether this is your first time listening to the podcast or you're one of our rad rewinders, thank you for taking time with us. Uh, And we pray that you're more joyful now than when you first hit play. I have been and continue to be Francisco Ruiz. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at FXRUIZX, though I may be starting a new Twitter here soon. So keep an eye out for that. But... Uh, you can hire me to do pixel art illustrations for you via Fiverr at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Fiverr. And finally, we are proud to be part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. You can catch us at CGC or our website. But like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all for the start of a new Christmas trilogy, Raiders of the Lost Ark, on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Woohoo! Raiders. Retro Rewind Mission Complete. Proceed to Nav Point Omega. And return to base. Tuscan Raiders of the Lost Star. Do a Star Wars. All right. The casualties of this podcast were eight broken noses, a splintered wooden leg, and a cracked glass eye, and a sprained wishbone. And some nuts. Yeah, and some animals were hurt during the production. (laughs) Or we don't want to end on that note. Sorry. Play the theme. (laughs) Come on. End on a happy note. I don't have it anymore. I Ah! crashed and burned. Put on a happy face.